0: Good evening, everybody. Teacher Sam here. Welcome to yet another episode of You, Me, and Words. As always, guys, thank you so much for your messages. Thank you so much for your feedback. I just, I always feel like I have to say thank you at the beginning of each episode because. Honestly, you have no idea how many wonderful messages I get and just how kind and and uh, supportive you guys have been. And I really, really appreciate that. So thank you so, so much. What exactly are we going to do in tonight's episode? Well, I want to continue to read our beautiful book, Charlotte's Web. I don't want to repeat myself too many times, but as you know, I don't own any rights or copyrights or anything like that to this book. This book um, was written by E.B. White, a very famous American uh, writer, and I am just reading this book out loud here because I want to help you to improve your English. Really, that's all I strongly recommend that you actually buy this book, I do not make any money from that, okay, but I strongly recommend you buy it because I like to support other people's work, okay, and also, like I said, we are going to start, uh, you know, chapter 15 tonight, which means what? We have already, you know, read this book, we have read about 14 chapters so far, and so obviously if you're listening to this for the first time, I strongly recommend go back to all the old episodes and read this book. It's a beautiful book. Honestly, it's one of my favorite English books. Uh, You know, and and it's a wonderful way for you to practice your reading, practice your vocabulary, and learn some new words in the process. Okay, so let's get started. What is the name of chapter 15? It's called The Crickets. The Crickets sang in the grasses, they sang the song of summer's ending, a sad. Monotonous, no, <laughs> monotonous, no, my god, monotonous, oh my goodness, sorry guys, monotonous song. There you go, even English teachers have a hard time with pronunciation. There you go. Summer is over and gone, they sang, over and gone, over and gone. Summer is dying, dying. Now, before I continue to read here, uh, I want to catch your attention here a little bit uh, with this verb, sing, right? So, so what is the infinitive form of this verb? To sing, right? But this verb, to sing, is irregular in the simple past tense. So we say sing. Right? I sing a song, but yesterday I sang a song. So, practice your pronunciation of that verb in the simple past tense because it's mentioned here, right? So, the crickets sang in the grasses. They sang the song of summer's ending, a sad, monotonous song. Summer is over and gone, they sang over and gone, over and gone, summer is dying, dying. The crickets felt it was their duty to warn everybody that summertime cannot last forever. Even on the most beautiful days in the whole year, the days when summer is changing into fall, the crickets spread the rumor of sadness and change. Everybody heard the song of the crickets. Avery and Fern Arable heard it as they walked the dusty road. They knew that school would soon begin again. The young geese heard it and knew that they would never be little goslings again. Charlotte heard it and knew that she hadn't much time left. Mrs. Zuckerman, at work in the kitchen, heard the crickets and a sadness came over her too. Another summer gone she sighed Lurvy, at work building a crate for wilbur heard the song and knew it was time to dig potatoes so <clears throat> before i go on to the next page i want to talk a little bit about this page so so first of all i noticed there are so many irregular verbs on this page like for example sang, right but then look the crickets felt, the verb to feel, and the verb to feel is irregular in the simple past tense so the crickets, felt. You see, guys, this is exactly why I recommend that you buy this book because you can follow me as I'm reading it and you can highlight the verbs, you can take notes and really intensify this process of learning so that you are truly learning. Does that make sense? Okay, so we have the verb to sing, which is irregular in the simple past tense, sang. The verb to feel, which is also irregular in the simple past tense, felt. The verb to be, was, right? Okay, Uh, let's see here, there was another one, that i saw or yes heard right to hear when, when right now you you hear my voice right i'm talking to you i'm reading this book you can hear my voice but yesterday you heard my voice right so pay attention to these to these irregular tenses here because sometimes these verbs are very tricky for students and students make many mistakes uh, because of these verbs right now another thing another very interesting and kind of sad thing that i noticed on this page is that the writer is talking about the end of us of the summer right the end of a season and now fall is beginning right and so Why is the writer talking to us about this? Why is he mentioning this on this page? Because he wants to remind us about the circle of life or the cycle of life, right? Everything has a beginning and everything has an end. And he says here, even the most beautiful summer day has an end, even the most beautiful summer memories have an end and so it's like wait why is he suddenly talking about endings and new beginnings well i think he wants to remind us how precious life is nothing is promised you know, we we are here for however long, nobody knows, right? And nothing is promised, and I think he wants to remind us of that. And he also wants us to to understand that life is precious and that every moment is precious and that nothing lasts forever, right? Okay, but he also mentions something very interesting here, which worries me a little bit, right? He mentions Charlotte and Charlotte's Charlotte heard it, she heard the song, right? Charlotte heard it and knew that she hadn't much time left. So it's like Charlotte doesn't have a lot of time left, and I'm just like, huh, why? What's going on? Right? Okay, so as you can see, the writer is slowly introducing us to to some some Possible situations here, right? And I'm going to continue on the next page here. Summer is over and gone, repeated the crickets. How many nights till frost sang the crickets? Goodbye, summer. Goodbye. Goodbye. The sheep heard the crickets and they felt so uneasy they broke a hole in the pasture fence and wandered up into the field across the road. The gander discovered the hole and led his family through and they walked to the orchard and ate the apples that that were lying on the ground. A little maple tree in the swamp heard the cricket song and turned bright red with anxiety. Wilbur was now the center of attraction on the farm. Good food and regular hours were showing results. Wilbur was a pig any man would be proud of. One day more than a hundred people came to stand at his yard and admire him charlotte had written the word radiant and wilbur really looked radiant as he stood in the golden sunlight ever since the spider had befriended him he had done his best to live up to his reputation when charlotte's web said some pig Wilbur had tried hard to look like some pig, when Charlotte's Web said terrific, Wilbur had tried to look terrific, and now that the Web said radiant, he did everything possible to make himself glow. It is not easy to look radiant, but Wilbur threw himself into it with a will. He would turn his head slightly and blink his long eyelashes. Then he would breathe deeply. And when his audience grew bored, he would spring into the air and do a backflip with a half twist. So now you're probably wondering, hmm, what does that mean, radiant? You know, People like to use this adjective, for example, if your face is kind of shiny, if your skin is beautiful, right? People say, wow, you look so radiant. So, for example, if I look super tired and, you know, my hair is a mess and, you know, No one is going to look at me and say, wow, you look so radiant. We say this to someone who looks rested, who looks healthy. You know, their skin is kind of shining. It's like, wow, you look radiant. Okay. At this, the crowd would yell and cheer. How's that for a pig? Mr. Zuckerman would ask, well pleased with himself, that pig is radiant. Some of Wilbur's friends in the barn worried for fear all this attention would go to his head and make him stuck up, but it never did. Wilbur was modest, fame did not spoil him, he still worried some about the future, as he could hardly believe that a mere spider would be able to save his life. Sometimes at night he would have a bad dream. He would dream that men were coming to get him with knives and guns, but that was only a dream. In the daytime, Wilbur usually felt happy and confident. No pig ever had truer friends, and he realized that friendship is one of the most satisfying things in the world. Even the song of the crickets did not make Wilbur too sad. He knew it was almost time for the country fair. And he was looking forward to the trip if he could distinguish himself at the fair and maybe win some prize money he was sure zuckerman would let him live charlotte had worries of her own but she kept quiet about them one morning wilbur asked her about the fair you're going with me aren't you aren't you charlotte he said well I don't know, replied Charlotte. Uh, the fair comes at a bad time for me. I shall find it inconvenient to leave home, even for a few days. Why? asked Wilbur. Oh, I just don't feel like leaving my web. Too much going on around here. Please, come with me, begged Wilbur. I need you. Sh- I need you, Charlotte. I can't stand going to the fair without you. You've just got to come." -"No," said Charlotte. I believe I'd better stay home and see if I can get some work done." -"What kind of work?" said Wilbur. -"Egg laying." It's time I made an egg sack and filled it with eggs. -"I didn't know you could lay eggs," said Wilbur in amazement. -"Oh, sure," said the spider. -"I'm versatile." What does versatile mean? Full of eggs? asked Wilbur. Certainly not, said Charlotte. Versatile means I can turn with ease from one thing to another. It means I don't have to limit my activities to spinning and trapping and stunts like that. Why don't you come with me to the fairgrounds and lay your eggs there? pleaded Wilbur. It would be wonderful fun. Charlotte gave her web a twitch and moodily watched its way. I'm afraid not, she said. You don't know the first thing about egg laying, Wilbur. I can't arrange my family duties to suit the management of the county fair. When I get ready to lay eggs, I have to lay eggs, fair or no fair. However, I don't want you to worry about it. You might lose weight we'll leave it this way i'll come to the fair if i possibly can oh good said wilbur i knew you wouldn't forsake me just when i need you most all that day wilbur stayed inside taking life easy in the straw charlotte rested and ate a grasshopper she knew that she couldn't help wilbur much longer in a few days she would have to drop everything and build a beautiful little sack that would hold her eggs. So this is the end of the chapter and I want to talk about this chapter a little bit here before I let you guys go. So it's very obvious, even though this chapter is pretty short, it's very obvious that some big changes are going to happen here. But I also think it's so beautiful that the writer is reminding us about this special friendship that Charlotte, you know, a spider, right, and Wilbur, a pig, have developed over this time, right? And so Wilbur is getting ready to go to the county fair, and he's literally begging Charlotte to come with him. It's like, please come with me. I don't want to go without you, right? So it it reminds us of how beautiful their friendship is, but it also reminds us of how, how beautiful Wilbur is, but also how kind of immature and needy he is, right? You see, Wilbur still needs to have someone around him all the time. And, you know, he needs to hang out with someone all the time and charlotte is a very independent spider and she understands that she cannot always do what she would like to do right she has to stay responsible and true to her duties and right now her her main duty is to to lay eggs so charlotte is getting ready to create a baby spider basically okay and and by the way if you if you've never learned about the process through which spiders make a baby i i think you should really check it out you should research it a little bit in your own language that's fine on google it doesn't have to be in english but The reason why I think you should look it up is because it's a a fascinating process, really, really interesting process. And so, you know, like I said, we're gonna end this chapter here, but but try to think a little bit, you know, what do you think is going to happen here? What kind of a change is the writer kind of preparing us for here? And, uh, you know, Feel free to message me or email me and share some ideas and thoughts. I'm always excited to hear from you guys, okay? Thank you for listening. Thank you for participating. I'm so happy that you have not given up. I'm so happy that you keep on learning and that you are trying your best to improve your English as much as you possibly can. I'll talk to you again in a week. Kisses.